Imagine you have a great idea, fantastic idea, million dollar mm. idea, but you're, if you're not able to communicate or convey that idea to the proper person, then it's lost. Okay, guys, welcome to Bluemex Podcast. Um, today, we have a great shout out to mention. Um, shout out to MCRO for becoming a continuing sponsor for the Blue, for the podcast. So this episode and future episodes is going to be brought to you by MCRO, who enables businesses to grow through handcrafted digital solutions of the future. MCRO is a web and mobile app development studio with a competent, dedicated, and experienced team focused on solving business challenges through fast-to-market and producing high-performance digital products. If you're looking to turn your disruptive ideas into reality or have a reliable strategic tech partner to explore options with, uh, for your existing work or for new work, reach out to us and we'll make the introduction for MCRO and you can have the conversation over a coffee or a bone shaker IPA, your choice. Cool, boom. Boom, we're boom, bro. With, uh, with Ravi. Uh, thank you for coming on to our thank you. podcast. <laughs> You're taking over now? <laughs> I am, You're right? You're for me, man. Like, you've been interviewing, this is our 25th episode. Yeah, man. Wow. So yeah, that's the main reason we thought, decided to come on to our 25th talk a little bit more about us. Right. So guys, for the hidden hand behind Bluemex, this is Henry, right? He runs pretty much the operations and all the sales of talking to people and bringing them on, selling this podcast to the guest to convince them that, you know, even though we haven't had many episodes, you deserve to come on this. <laughs> you deserve to come and experience thank you, the thank Bluemex. Thank you. I'm actually very honored. Um, <laughs> I'm usually very shy. Um, you know, that's why I'm always behind the camera. I'm not yep. in front. And uh, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. I mean, like we started talking earlier before the uh, the podcast actually, or before the camera actually started rolling. Yeah. Is one thing that I have to ask you, like the first time you heard yourself, the recording, couldn't do the it. Audio, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. No. So it wasn't even actually the show. Um, I had uh, a professional recorded when I was doing a speech at a high school. Right. I gave a keynote speech at like a high school, uh, university for preparedness event. They wanted me to talk about entrepreneurship, and I actually got someone to come record it because I wanted to see how I was. On stage, okay. I, to this day, I still haven't watched that video. <laughs> it's still, it's still in my, uh, in my computer. But like, man, it's too weird. Yeah. First five seconds, I'm like, I can't do it. A hundred percent. Um, for me, um, you asked me like, have I done anything like this, similar like this? I guess it would be my wedding, man. Like, we got a videographer come in and record everything after the wedding. This is like five years ago, right? Yeah. And when he was done, after like two, three months, he gave it. Uh, he gave me the DVD, and I popped it inside maybe once to just make sure that it was the actual thing. Then I just stopped and haven't touched it since. Nice. When I heard myself talk, you know, giving that speech, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, funny <laughs> enough, right like there. that was my first time talking in public as well. It was like a wedding speech. Oh right. My cousin's wedding speech was like the first real big one, in front of like what, 500 people. I think. Uh, you know, brown person's wedding, <laughs> okay. right? So uh, that was the first thing, and I'm like, hey, it's not too bad. Yeah, like talking in public is definitely a weird experience. Right. There's somebody who talked about this on a podcast. Uh, I forgot the name, but basically, in the past, if you're ever talking to a large group of people, it's technically because the village is trying to kill you for doing something. <laughs> you know, you're facing everyone in the village and telling them that was I didn't do me. it. You know <laughs> what I mean? That was not me. Trying to save yourself being killed. So right. we have this primal sense. Right. Uh, anytime we're talking to a wider group of people, right. that it's danger because we're about to get lose our life. Right. And that's why people are scared of people right. speaking public. It's fight or flight, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, that's a cool, interesting take on the take on where that comes from. But 
it, it is different when you talk in, in front of a bunch of people or do talks. Um, I've been doing that for a few years. Definitely, definitely a change. It, it doesn't, it doesn't show. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You see, when I started, then <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're like we like throughout the process of this, like yeah. the Blue Mesh podcast, you've gone like really good. Thank you. Really good. Like, yeah. I, like we know how to peak your like energy level. Yeah. We have like like techniques and I guess strategies now, if you will. Yeah. Um. Once we see that energy dip, we're like, hey, Ravi, let's bring you back up. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not gonna share that secret uh, on air, but that's I that think formula. we have the strategy locked yeah, it's down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, absolutely, I mean, I mean, that's one of the main key, uh, key driving forces of you being on here and like definitely giving that feedback and bring it up. This has been a journey in itself. It really has. And yeah. part like you hit hit on the head, like part of what uh, why I wanted to do was do this, have a podcast like this, is to bring people on, have these kind of conversations, yeah. and get better at having these conversations because uh, it's so important. It right. really is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like it really gives you the opportunity, a platform um, to talk about you know the th what you're doing. And why are you doing the things that you're doing, right? Like, I mean, going back to how this all started, um, you know, for a lot of people that uh, don't know about this, we actually went to high school together. Yeah. You know? Lamarow. How weird was that? Yeah. You know, it was really weird. Because during high school, like, we never really interacted. Not that much. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, we kind of knew each other, you know, who we were, but never really, like, hung out or, like, did any anything together, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you reach out to me on LinkedIn a few years back, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, Henry, yeah. we knew enough of each other like ten years later, but like I, I had we had re name recognition, right? And um, I mean, this is when you were leaving um, an engineering company that you're pretty much managing a department out well, of, right? During that time, like I did not leave yet. Like I had, I was thinking that I need to take a, like another direction. Well, yeah. just backtrack a little bit. So after university. Um, I uh, joined an engineering company. We did mechanical, electrical, engineering, design. Uh, I was kind of heading the, the the sales department. Like there is no department. It's like a one man show, right? And we kind of grew uh, that company to be a very, you know, uh, we were proud of to a company that we were uh, a proud uh, that we were proud of. But the problem was like it wasn't for me. Like I wasn't an engineer. Like it was really difficult for me to 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 wrap my head around that entire engineering process yeah it was very stressful so during that time I was like you know what I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur yeah. I just didn't know what I wanted to be in and that's when I'm like hey you know what uh, Ravi you were uh, designing your first application at that time I'm happy in and I saw some like you know articles about you I'm like hey I went to school with that guy you know looks like he's doing pretty well for himself like I wanted to reach out like yeah. just to maybe get a couple of two cents from you, you know, understand what you're doing and how you're doing. Yeah. And, but like, you know, that was short lived. Yeah. Right. Like we kind of talked on the phone once or twice, but that was it. Yeah. Nothing really came out of that. I mean, it was all timing at that time. Funny it enough, really like, was, yeah. you reached out to me to understand more about what's going on in tech. And during that time I was going through a dis difficult decision of whether to shut that company down or not. This was, oh, was that the same time? That was around that time, oh, 2017, wow. okay, I think. Okay. So 2017 is when I had to shut down uh, Mapian. Uh, my core team decided to, to pursue other things, and they left. Yeah. And uh, I was getting married within a few months. Right. So I had to really decide, you know, do I revamp this company up and running, or do I focus on the wedding? Is really one or the other at the time. Chose chose the wife, and um, yeah. So when you reached right out choice. to me, yeah, <laughs> it, it was like a bittersweet moment. Yeah. Where I'm like, hey man, like, you know, you see an article of me, so that triggered a memory. So you reached out. Uh, I mean, not a lot of people do that. They yeah. could reach out to people and ask and say like. Your thing was like, I want to go into tech. Like, what's your journey been like? 
I mean, what kind of what we do on a show now yeah, on a regular basis? Exactly, yeah. You ask that right away. It's like, you know, what's that like? I want to get your experience of it because I know you. I know we came from the same kind of background. That's one of the most interesting things. It's like I've been having these kind of conversations with founders for like five years now. For after um, like I started my first tech company, like I said, my third company. Um, I realized that you know it's important to get as much knowledge from other people as possible. Right. The more knowledge you can have, that's less likely you'll have mistakes or repeat other people's mistakes. Right. So having those discussions became important. And when we first started talking, again, you reached out this year. Uh, we re reconnected on LinkedIn again. You know, again. <laughs> well, and, LinkedIn uh, is super powerful now, you know. Yeah, man. It's like the professionals networking system, right? Like yeah. Social network. So it's like Facebook just and for people sharing are memories like super back in the day. Too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like even with CEOs like um, of larger companies on yeah. LinkedIn, you just have to do it in a very professional manner. As like, hey, you know what? Um, I understand this is what you're doing, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get into this field. Or you know, I have some advice to ask you. Are you willing to help? You know, a hundred percent. I won't say a hundred percent of the time, but you know, very likely that they will respond and um, offer their two cents and help out. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember finding that out with the podcast as well, right? One of the newest strategies we we decided to do was every time someone likes your video, yeah. just message them, right? Have a reach out, like, hey, thank you for liking our video. Um, you can find out more uh, videos like this. Uh, here's a link. Yeah. Right. Um, thank you for uh, thank you for your support. Yeah. Just yeah. a quick reach out, and it's been a huge turnaround. Right. Um, so what are like that that tool allows you to connect people in a different uh, very quickly. What I liked about LinkedIn, and Gary Vee's one who got me super in, pumped up about it, right. is that every time somebody likes one of your content, everyone in their, their network gets to see it as well on their yeah. stream, on their feed. Yep, yep. So it's a very quickly viral effect. Organic, too. Organic as Unpaid. well. Unpaid. Organic. So like 30 likes can get you about 1,500 views easily on that post. Yeah. And name recognition is huge. So for us, I mean, our strategy has really been a double down on LinkedIn. We've been creating content for uh, on uh, posting it on YouTube, resharing it on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. and it's been great. The feedback we've been getting. Oh, right? it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, we we saw that like hockey stick growth, right? In the beginning, it was um, a little hard to like take off, mm -hmm. just because you know people haven't seen something very similar to what we do. Great set. Kudos to Pratip and also uh, Kason and the entire team. Robert that just joined recently. Um, to make this happen, right? Mm -hmm. And once you have content out there, it's a lot easier to have that conversation. It's like, hey, this is the podcast. This is what we do. Uh, you know, here are some videos that you can take a look at. And once they see it, they're gonna, you know, they're they're gonna start. They're, they're more engaged. Yeah. They're gonna want to see more. And I mean, like these are the type of stuff that we want to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, one of the opportunities we have here, our twenty-fifth episode, twenty-five, is to talk a little bit more of what we have built here, yes. what we're trying to build what BloomX really is. This is something we talk to all our guests about. Why yeah. not have an opportunity to celebrate our milestone? So we want to set up a trend every 25th episode, kind of reflect and talk about what we are built, what we've yep. done, and what we're moving towards. Right. And I mean, you came onto the project just as you, we were getting things rolling. Right? We already had our first trial run that ended horribly when <laughs> we had no audio. We didn't have Kason back then, so the audio didn't get uh, recorded properly. It won system for recording audio and that didn't work yeah and so we're trying to figure that out you came in on that time and uh, we started streamlining things testing faster right we got all these different new equipment uh, come in right yeah. the actual mics um a second la second hand la like sorry a secondary lav mic right, to record right. a second set of studio uh, audio and i mean you've been there to kind of manage the back-end process right make sure 
the camera guy gets the, all the uh, all like all the equipment he needs to like yeah. you know, download all the videos. Yeah. Uh, that merge that uh, goes in the same folder as the one with um, the audio files. Right. It's kind of control management and like so much process goes into building something. Oh like no, this. there's a like a lot of work that goes and into making these. Yeah. Yeah. So we t we try to talk to other people as much as we can. Share. Yeah. Uh, about our our problems, like this is the first time me ever producing anything, you producing anything. For the people that's been on sets where like he's been the film guy, but we really kind of come together to figure out how do we streamline this, how do we get it going, yeah. what does it look like? Because a lot of moving parts. Yep. So it's an hour long of one 4K video. Sorry, three uh, three cameras doing 4K video is like 28 gigs of data. So it's controlling where that goes, how that does, how it downloads, right? Our hard drives get full up really quick. Yep. Um, it's such a painful environment to work in. It really is because like going into this, I thought it was something that's pretty like straightforward. Mm -hmm. It is straightforward in a sense. I mean like because we have Pratip and we have Kaysen there, right? They kind of like are very good in their field is again because we've never, we've never done this. I've never done uh, yep. you know anything with video. So in the beginning, um, trying to manage this entire process and even actually uh, Editing the videos. Oh my gosh! Right, I know. Uh, one thing. Rem remember, there was like a Sunday. You're yep. like, hey, uh, how the 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 videos coming along? I'm like, yo, it's great, um, but we have a problem. Like, yeah, what's what's going on? I tried to export this video four times, and it crashes all four times. Yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> I remember that day. It was your first time doing this. Like, it I mean, was my first time. Put us to you, because like when we first started this, I'm like, I am not gonna edit videos. Like, <laughs> I was, I wanted to get part of like get into like every part of every everything. Yeah. But not too into it, right? Yeah, you I just want to understand, understand how, like what 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 goes into absolutely. That now, part. how the camera setup looks like and how yeah. it works. I don't want to. You know, Pratip was get super into it. It's like this is the ISO the setting should <laughs> yeah. be like. This is what the this setting of this thing should be yeah. like, right? And this is the type of thing. I'm like, okay, this is your department. You just tell me what you need, bro, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. you get too much into like the micro of it, I guess you yeah. lose yourself in the longer vision. So, right. Um, I mean, like. Like that passion for talking about the craft, I guess, led us to like Kaysen as well. And he talked about audio, like this is what we need, this is the kind of setting we need. Oh yeah, I mean, right? Great. So we realize we have a great team going on when they're teaching us things. Yeah. Constantly about how to improve things, what right. could be done. Right. But like, really for us, it's about the controlling of all the assets, right? Yeah. The people come and go. The, if that video gets like gets erased, that's gone for life. Yeah. But like it gets backed up on so many different files. Okay, right. where where do those hard drives now go? Right. Yeah. Um, what the possession chain look like? Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a worry that like we don't you don't you didn't see coming when we start doing it. Dude, it's like a process, right? Like yeah. you have to write this out to make sure you streamline it. So next time it's like, hey, you know what? Who's got the audio? Uh, Henry? Uh, Ravi? Pratib? No, I don't have the video. Like we have to have a person that is like take ownership yeah. of that part of the work. So then you're like, hey, you know what? We're missing an audio for the, uh, do you have it? <laughs> or like, Kaysen, do you have it? So, you know, it makes the process a lot easier. And I think we have pretty much mastered that craft yep. so far, right? Yeah. I mean, one of the cool things is um, Airtable. Oh, like, amazing. What a powerful tool that's been for us, right? Like, Airtable is just like a, which for anyone who doesn't know, is like an online like a database, kind of like Excel or- On steroids. Or on steroids. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, very easy to use, open database. We've been using that to like pretty much figure out, okay, what track the management of like how many guests we have. Yeah. We have 189 people signed up now to come on the Thank podcast, you. which is amazing. <laughs> but like they're, all their schedules vary. Yeah. We're trying to schedule them. Right? We use a multi-stage process. You know, yeah. Send them a link 
with like all the time slots that's available mm -hmm. and they pick and choose these like doodle the yep. doodle poll yeah they can pick a time slot once we get the confirmation because they physically picked the time slot of time of the day yep they booked it in we send like a calendar invite yep right so they it's like it's locked in the calendar and they we put it uh, put a process into like okay they're confirmed for this date yep so just coming up with that that kind of like process yeah 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 streamlined so much and saves so much time but yeah. coming up with that to get to that point where we knew this is the steps where it should be done right was a whole pain point in itself right? yeah 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 and um it's been what like four months yeah four months since the beginning to now and uh again like like every step of it like from number one reaching out to the guests mm -hmm. to uh s talking to them and understanding you know what what they have built and if they're interested to, mm -hmm. to to be a part of this journey with us on uh bloomex podcast um, to actually scheduling, you know, through Doodle and calendar invite and talking to them beforehand to make sure that they, they know where the location is. Yeah, that all has to be written out. And we have that entire process now, which I'm very glad. Um, so it's almost like a game plan. So you know exactly what's going to happen, when things are going to happen. Like even when we're posting videos on, uh, on uh, YouTube, like we have all the videos that are queued up. But then the things like setting up the description, when oh, to man. release it on LinkedIn, because you have to be strategic about that. Yeah, remember like when that was like the biggest thing. Like I, I kept talking about it every day because I'm like, we need to have the videos prime. Yeah. We need to have the videos two, three weeks already queued up, yeah. ready to go, because we can't have this last minute scramble. It's stressful. Few, the first few episodes that we yeah. released were like day of, we're like scrambling. Okay, yeah. where's the description? Where is um, you know the thumbnail we needed for to put on top? How does that right. look like? Right. Right, and we're like barely getting the actual videos like made the day of to release it on the schedule. Yeah, <laughs> literally like six o'clock that morning, I'll be like editing, trying to export, and it's you know, crashing. And I'm like yeah. looking at the time. I'm like, you know what, three hours. Okay, then you kind of like backtrack. If we're gonna release it at twelve o'clock that day, you know, three hours. Am I still gonna make it? You yeah. know, like, hey, Ravi, I'm sure we're gonna make it, but fingers crossed that my computer doesn't crash. But now, um, Roberts has taken over that process. Yeah. Um, Mainly because it has a better computer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's like you makes know, a big lot. difference. It we realized that really yeah. quickly, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like a more modern computer, and just having. Well, that mine is not Stone Age. I mean, like, it's still a. Ma I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dad. You have a dad with MacBook. I know. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> that, is, but, uh, that is true. Yeah. It, it Wait, exactly. Speed, yeah. Be when when Pratip originally told me he's like you know what henry it it takes me about like an hour and a half two hours i'm like that's not too bad right but when i did it, i'm like how come it's four hours like what am i doing wrong so right what? so i'm like calling so up for the I'm like hey it's four hours so and four hours being the compiling time for the video to export yeah on the video maker right yeah so there's like you know i guess uh, yeah like Right, right. I mean, like you have to wait for it to render and then export. I didn't w wait to to render. I just exported. So while it was exporting, it was actually rendering too. Yeah. So I guess it's like um, that's the main reason why it took so long. I don't know. Yeah. 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 But I mean, kudos to you because like you really jumped in and went and learned Final Cut how to edit. How to get the videos uh, put into queue? How to render them? How to cut the, um, you know, the different frames? Right. Um, so different from different cameras, different uh, sources. Yeah. Sync up the audio, 
uh, you went out of your way to learn that, and you did it really quick. Mm. Startup life 101, right? Yeah. Being able to acquire <laughs> new skills as quickly as possible. Yeah. I mean, you got it right into it, spent time with Pratip and, and took on that task. So I really respect uh, you for doing that. Yeah. Um, because Pratip, before that, was like dying, man. Like, oh, no. 100%. He was like up at night, like 3 a.m., yeah. trying to like uh, edit, edit, working a full-time job, right. editing and uh, creating other content on his side for his own channel, for Wild Rabbit, right? But, um, I mean, that, that, that struggle was, became, a, became an issue. Yeah. Right, because it was such a heavy uh, load for him to, to film, edit, and produce it's all time this. time consuming, yeah, mm -hmm. for, for sure. I mean, like, that's one of the main reasons. Uh, like, the thing about me is if I want to do something, like you said, like, you want to understand that process, but you want to take ownership of that, right? Like, you know, you take on the challenge of, not the challenge, you're great at it, is, uh, you know, hosting, right? Being a host, interviewing, or guest. This is five guests in one day. The last guest that I uh, I invited to come on, I think, um, in the December filming uh, time, and he literally s said, "Should I bring a case of Red Bull for Ravi?" And I'm I'm like, "Yeah, you bring a case of Red Bull and also some Arizona too, like, <laughs> make a cocktail for him because, like, the energy that you have to have for like a full day of filming, you have that. So again, mm -hmm. that's that's for you. Then Pratip, he brings on the expertise of like you know setting up this entire uh, uh, set." lighting you know how everything should be angled like that's his art that's his creativity like i don't have that again like i just don't have any creative mind in me for that and you know kason he has you know the the expertise with audio he's trying to fix up an audio right now i mean like everybody has something to do right and i just want to jump in and get ownership of something so i can help out mm -hmm. and one of the the bottleneck i guess is um editing the video it wasn't too bad like, I spent maybe like an hour, not even an hour, maybe like half an hour with Pratip. Yeah. He showed me how everything is. And again, like, we made it very easy. Like, having a standard where uh, things you need to look for and things you have to put in, and then, then it becomes a stream, like, you know, streamlined thing, right? It becomes a lot easier. The better, the, the more you practice, the better you get, right? No, 100%. Yeah. I mean, one of the most painful things is, like, being able to learn new skills. Yeah. Going out of your way, out of your comfort zone. Um, I mean, it's something that I'm, 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 I'm comfortable with, with for a while, right? So for me, like this whole reason of hosting and doing this, the secondary kind of reason is having more conversations. Yeah. Getting better at having these kind of long-term discussions. Yeah. And for like exercise that muscle, build that endurance. Right. Because, man, we work in like in sales. <laughs> it's all about communication. You have to talk their ears off. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, for me, the communication came from sales. You right. Know, like from a call center work all the way down to like uh, field work, talking to customers on the, the, uh, right. on the ground. Um, getting better at communication skills, I've right. seen like the benefit of that. Yeah, that soft skill is very important. Soft skills nowadays, man, like, like these hard skills are great to have, mm -hmm. but as software progresses and gives us more access to, be like being able to have an outsourced set of hard skills. Right. Uh, you can use software to do things that you normally couldn't have done uh, just a few years ago. Yeah. Right, the soft skills, being able to communicate um, solutions to people. Yeah. Right. How to figure out what their pain points are, what their issues are. Right. How to better connect them to things. Uh, I think it's so important nowadays. Very important. And then, I mean, like, it's especially important for um, entrepreneurs, right? Imagine you have a great idea, fantastic idea, million dollar mm. idea. But you're, if you're not able to communicate or convey that idea to the proper person, then it's lost. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter if it's going to make you like millions and millions of dollars, but 
like you got to find somebody that's gonna like willing to listen to you. Number yeah. one, to have them engage and really like you know imagine. Oh, you know what? That is very clever, right? But without that, is like you're just another person knocking on the door. Can't really explain correctly what you're trying to do, so you lose that attention, right? Like you, you're like, okay, okay, that's great, but uh, thank you very much. See ya. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, man. So, like, one of the cool things about what we're trying to do here at Zim, yes, is just literally meet as many other cool people as possible. Just people are working on things, things that interest us, yeah, and figuring out how we can have best help them. Right. Um, like we both came from an environment where like. We were super tired of the regular nine to five, the, the regular pace of life. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that like brought us together to this project is the ability to, through this as a vehicle, work on cool, real solutions that changes the world around us. Yeah. Um, and working on, I mean, the company, the type of companies we've met so far. When you go out with a purpose, like if you're going out to meet people at like an event, mm -hmm. if you're just going out of curiosity, just well, we'll see what go happened. You kind of experience what it is, right? But when you go for a purpose, yeah, like I'm here to meet this person. Yes, I'm here to learn this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm here to meet as many people as we can to come on the podcast, etc. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, suddenly the event has a bigger meaning to you. You become more hyper focused, and you acquire things. You actually have goals. You, you have um, you can a achieve right um, when you go out and re make these reach outs. Mm -hmm. And for us, like we have grown this thing so quickly. It's actually takes me back. I didn't expect to have this much interest of people who come on the show. Yeah. I thought it'll be a slow build oh, it's, up. Uh, it's definitely overwhelming, yeah. Right. I mean, we have so much people in the pipeline now, three months ahead of, ahead of time booked out. Yeah. Uh, it's been great growing yeah. this with you, right? And going to these events and explaining to people. I remember when we first started, like people when we didn't have this to show. Yeah. We didn't have a set yet. Yeah. We're like, no, we want to bring you to you know a place at UFT. Yeah. And give you a spotlight to talk about yourself. Yeah. People like, all right, but like we did have mean? something. I mean, like the, the the photo that uh you guys took with you know the supplier of like the entire set, like how everything looked like. Yeah, but from our we website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't have any. Um, oh, that's a fantastic picture. Yeah, yeah. Who, who took that? Pratip. I think that's Pratip. Oh, Pratip. It was you. Yeah, it was you. With me? No, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> if you guys want to take it, I took you it. Were joint. <laughs> that was a rush hour moment. It was you. <laughs> I'm like, it's you. <laughs> Right. Oh, that is such an iconic. <laughs> oh, it's right at the corner, right there, supplier. Supplier. Such an iconic picture. I mean, like the 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 spiral duck that's white with the supplier that's black. I mean, that's the first thing that caught my eye. Like, you know, forget about the set. The set is great. It's it's there. But that thing, when yeah. I first looked at it, like supplier, it's amazing. Sorry, just 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 going back to what we were talking about. Wow, big up the full picture because it is actually pretty sick. Oh, you! Oh, there it is. So this is all we had. <laughs> this is all we had <laughs> to. It is huh? right. Is it not? It's amazing. I have no idea. Okay, okay. If if you're not taking ownership, if you're not taking ownership, I did it, guys. Take you can it. reach out to me if you want to take photos <laughs> now. I um, uh, I guess I just became a photographer. Guys, gonna sell a candle on demand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. This right is now, sure, yeah. when we saw this. When you show this, to, like this is our first thing we shot, showing people. Yeah. Before we had like an actual video edited out, show anybody. We're like, we send people a package, so showing like this is what the podcast is. This is who partnered up with us, the hub. We're located here. We're running out of here. 
I mean, the small key aspects of this picture I love. The supply here, like you said, <laughs> right, right up there. And then underneath the hub logo, it says tomorrow's creator here. here. Right where the guests are sitting. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So like this, that's why this picture was so key. Like we didn't even notice the details of later on. We had a meeting about this. Yeah. And we're talking about a few. You know what? Ago. We shouldn't have said that on the air. You know why? Because when we are successful in the next year or so, because we're going to get invited to all these, you know, uh, talks and things like this, this is going to be the photo that we pull up yeah. and everything is done for a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Not by accident. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like a lot of times where um, uh, people showcase, you yeah. know, like how things started when they're successful, everything is kind of like, you know, all the ducks are aligned, all the stars are aligned. Mm. But again, like this is what we want to showcase, right? Like talking to entrepreneurs yeah. and founders is like, guys, you know, success is beautiful. It is, it really is. But there's also a lot of hard work and a lot of failure, right? Can we talk about that? Like what, what drives you? What motivates you to do what you do? I mean, yeah. like those are the things that, you know, we start uh, talking about and start bouncing ideas off uh, before we started working together, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just going back to how we started, um, I was very fortunate to have the, to have the opportunity of uh, working in tech recently, like maybe beginning of the year. And uh, after reaching out to you a couple of years ago, I'm like, hey, Ravi is in tech. Let me reach out to him to see what's going on. And during that time, you know, like you were doing a lot of cool stuff, right? Because every time I talk to you, like, hey, you know, I'm just getting on the plane or, hey, I just got off the meeting with uh, this, this uh, tech company and they're looking into development, things like that. I'm like, I was so engaged. Yeah. Like, hey, let's, let's come meet. And the first time we met was uh, here at the hub. And, uh, you know, you showed me like this is the startup world. This is the startup life. Because before, it's like, you, you know, you kind of watch it on TV, right? Silicon Valley and their, and their uh, shows. Yep. Or just like read about it. But like, you're actually here. You kind of feel that energy. And I mean, like the hub is a great place to start. Right, at, at least in Scarborough, right? Absolutely. Uh, Gray here, the director, he's amazing. He's phenomenal. Uh, you know, you showed me the ways and we started talking, we started bouncing ideas and we're like, hey, you know, we can definitely do something together, right? And that's how all these things started. Yeah, it started spiraling together. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> one of the main things for us is whiteboarding, <laughs> right? You know how much I love my whiteboard. Like for me, I got so immersed in the startup world that like everything else seems so alien. Right, like, cause, cause Sorry, like, so what? I've become so immersed in the startup world now right. that I'm like, why would I, anyone do anything like this? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you go out your way to create something? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it was, uh, not Warren Buffett, but uh, someone around his capacity said this, right? It's like, why would you spend a few, like, why not spend a few years creating an asset mm -hmm. that'll provide you income? Yeah. Rather than spending, a, spending years building someone else's asset. Yep. That's what he talks about a job versus entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship, whether you're building like a company or like a like, or like a like a craft for yourself, mm -hmm. you're a photographer, you're or like you're like you know on your personality or podcast or whatever it is, you create something that becomes your vehicle, right? Right, that uh, can bring bring income. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the ideal situation. Right. Uh, that is, I think, is it looks like the future of work right there, where people focus and build things to provide them income, rather than just sit. And become a, like trying to become a, 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 a thing within a larger thing, with, right? With like a, a subset, like a, a, a cog in the machine. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's I think to uh, Capstone two That's how it looks like in the future of work. More and more, we 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 people meet people every day. 
Yes. Who are making that transition now. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, for one example, like a corporate lawyer that wants to, you know, he's still in, in law, but he wants to make enough money so then he can have his own startup, which is completely, I mean, like, 360 degrees, like, so far away from law that it's like, really? That's what he wants to do? But yep. kudos to him, right? Yeah. Like, he's young and he has a passion for something that he loves and he's gonna, you know, chase that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's yeah. amazing. And I think that's one of the things, of, uh, one of the benefits of our generation, like what yeah. the times we're in right now, is that people are more empowered than ever before to go out and create something, yeah. um, like develop themselves, focus on things that actually makes them generally happy, they enjoy doing. Like, mm -hmm. I enjoy this. I enjoy sitting here and talking to great people, right? I mean, Prasip enjoys his craft of making videos and, and developing all these things. Do you? Okay, yeah. so we got confirmation. <laughs> right, me and Prasip will be up at like 3 a.m. sometimes. Yeah. Right, we only, I know he's up, he's up. Yeah. He's up and editing and working on films and all this, and I'll call him like, hey, I'm, I'm developing this idea and all this idea. And like, those creative minds, mm. you know, I love this one quote, um, uh, I had it, uh, written down on like a journal like for a few years now mm -hmm. and it's literally like we are the dreamers who don't sleep we are the dreamers that do not sleep right uh, yeah yeah i was in a whatsapp group and literally this one of these one of the my sales managers simply mm -hmm. right just dropped it in there mm. and i was like staring at it for a good while i'm like holy shit yeah um, that idea, like the, the like, I, we met. I met so much passionate people mm. through this podcast and, before, and outside of this. You know, the people Definitely. that like are so so captivated with what they do, that that keeps them up at night. Yeah, right. They are so pursuing this vision of what they can create or what they can do or what they want to work on, that that prevents them from actually sleeping. They're you know they're chasing a living dream. Mm. Right, it's what it is. Right, right. I mean, when, you, when you're so passionate about, like, you know, the things that you do, it's not even, like, work anymore, yeah. right? I mean, it's just another thing that you do in life that, that you're just passionate about. It just so happens that, you know what, if you make a couple million dollars, why not? Why not, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it's amazing. And like you said, um, through this podcast, we're, we have the opportunity of meeting a lot of these uh, people, founders, entrepreneurs. And um, it, it's, it's a really good foundation to really mm -hmm. build like, you know, our story on top of that because, you know, they have gone through a lot of things. For example, you know, I'm married with, with two children and one of the, um, Matthew, you know, when we met Matthew at uh, the pitch competition. From New Vote, yeah. From New Vote. And, you know, he said he was a father too. And it was like instant connection, yeah. right? Like, you're a founder of a company doing amazing things and going to do very, uh, uh, you know, amazing things in the future. It's like, now you have kids. Right? That question comes like, being an entrepreneur, you don't know when your paycheck's going to come. Right? You don't have that steady income. You, you don't have that you know, set schedule, nine to five. Like, how do you operate around that? Right? But I mean, we were talking about it uh, you know, several months ago. It's the family. We're doing it for our family. We're doing it for ourselves, yes. But we're also doing it for the family as well, too. Right? right? Um, I want to actually show this to my kids and say, you know what? Um, like, the society's going to win this. Right? If you really put your mind to, to it, don't tell, don't let the society, uh, you know, dictate what you're gonna do. Like, you know, nine to five, you know, banking, a doctor, uh, engineer. It's not that. Whatever drive you, right? Whatever motivates you, whatever that you seek to be, you know, very like to to do something that's great, 
and you believe in it and you truly believe in it, go go do it. Yeah. Go do yeah, it. and I think like one of the main reasons like now I feel like you have to. Um nowadays in today's environment, you have to. Right. Yeah. To, in order to, to not just survive, but literally to like to thrive in the marketplace. Um fourth the fourth industrial revolution, like I talk about it on every podcast. Every now. because it's so real. It's so real. Yeah. The, the, the ability that technology is putting to our fingertips, it, it's the tools of empowerment. Mm. People who do not understand it or feel scared by it, yeah. they, they see the waves of change happening so rapidly, they're not used to it. But those who are like comfortable surfing that uh, wavy ground, I mean, they're going on a ride, right? I mean, and that's what I want to do. I want to take that ride. I want to see where these changes take us. Because I'm so unhappy with like what the regular state of what society pushes us towards, right? Mm. Uh, of what's stable, of what's uh, what should what how things it should be, right? Um, AKA the nine to five, you know, sitting in, <laughs> you know, getting sitting in class and getting those degrees. Like I have learned so much off YouTube, and Pradeep talked about this as well, and we talked about this. Like, yeah. how many skills are available? Dude, Y Combinator, right? Like, I watch that like every single morning. I'm not even in LA, you know, doing their programming, but it's like as if I already know a lot of the instructors and yeah. speakers is because you know they put all their content online. They're great. Um, you hear feedback from their the cohort, uh, and a lot of them like really relate to us too, right? Because yep. we're a startup as well too. Absolutely. And the amount of content now compared to when you started three years ago. Yep. Gosh. Yeah. No. Twenty thirteen. So. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah. About five years ago now. Uh, back then, man, there was nothing. Like, mm. you, like you can Google as much as you want. Like there's no resource that <laughs> new resource out there. Yeah. Um, nowadays. You don't know this Google, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, like no one's creating that content. No yeah. one is out there doing that. It, at least not in bulk. Not like it's supposed to be. Anyways, like nowadays, like with with YouTube especially, right? Yeah. Like YouTube is being compared to like the pr inventing of the printing press, Gutenberg the printing press, um, where like the first time like the recorded like speech, recorded like recorded interaction mm -hmm. can record uh, can be recorded and preserved uh, um, in perpetuity. Right, just like the written word, yeah. by printing press made it cheaper, right. so you can actually print out more stuff. So the written word could be duplicated and preserved uh, for eon to for like centuries to come. Mm -hmm. With uh, YouTube, we can now preserve this, this communication, the audio, the visual, right. like for the first time it, that is like you know can be turned into an entity that can be stored and saved mm -hmm. and distributed to a wide network of people. And it's changing the way people are distributing information. Yep. That's one of the main reasons why I'm so interested in uh, doing this, is we get the opportunity to preserve the thoughts and the feel, uh, the feelings of uh, the times we're in. Yeah. And be able to distribute that to m multiple people. Um, it's. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, you know, like all the information on the the tip of your finger. Yeah. Right. Like. You don't even need to be a master or whatever now because mm -hmm. everybody is a mas has a master on YouTube and a degree on, on Google. As long as yeah. you know what you're looking for, there's a ton of content. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, in the beginning, Pratip was like, hey, you know what? Don't worry about Final Cut. It's not that bad. Because I tried learning, you know, back in high school, uh, Photoshop. I was the worst at it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like they're trying to teach you like to do these like cut and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to learn it. I'm just not that type of person. And Pratip's like, hey, Henry, don't worry. Final Cut is extremely easy. For me, it was like, ah, yeah, that's going to be like another Photoshop yeah. scenario, yeah. right? Yeah. Just get my wife to do it. <laughs> <laughs> then when he showed me, he's like, there's a lot of things on YouTube. And literally, I had some issue and I just Googled exactly what I saw. Like there was an error or whatever. And there's like a step-by-step. -step. 
for you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And like the, the accessibility, that's what one of the things that are interesting, right? For me, I'm always listening to something, mm. whether it's an audio book or a podcast or, podcast or like a video, right? I just have it in the background, you're running because like it gives you like an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I w- wanted to like double down back into this space, right? Into creating content and figuring out what that is, like I started looking at the content I liked. Joe Rogan, randomly got into Joe Rogan two and a half years ago, been yeah. addicted and hooked ever since. Went yeah. through so many hours of that content. Um, what's it on Bloomberg? Um, what's the guy? Uh, well, it's another show, but on Bloomberg, there's like a great show that, that talks to like the CEOs of like Fortune 500 companies, mm. right? Just oh yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, but right. honestly, Ravi, you're my Joel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell I tell him this all the time because you know a lot of times we we spend um you know uh, in the car driving downtown to meetings and events and things like this. You're always able to pull knowledge. And like interesting things, like it's not even in the same category. It's like every single time, um, you know, we have a chat. It could be about you know sci-fi. Mm-hmm. It could be about movies. It could be about tech. It could be about like you know history in general. And you're always able to post some knowledge where like I didn't even know myself, like things about China, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so basically, you're my Joe Rogan because Joe does that, right? Like yeah, he yeah. has he has this great podcast where he invites like very. Um, you know, famous people, like yeah. not even famous, like just around like different categories. Yeah, right, I guess. Yeah, different type of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's where the inspiration really came from because I've always been interested in so many different things. Yeah, and so and I always feel like uh, I've always been forced to figure out, oh, what's the one thing you're good at? You know, go and focus on one lane. Go yeah. do this. I'm like, no, I want to do. I always want to learn about everything. Mm. I'm just so interested in everything. Um, so my mind always in scatterbrain like that. I'd rather know a little bit of everything than master of one, right? That's always been my difficulty. So the ability, like, I, I see what Joe is doing. Mm. The ability to bring on people from different fields. Like he'll bring on, bring on like, a comedian. Yeah. Next episode, have, like, a physicist. Yeah. Or, like, a ecologist, like, a hunter, like, an ultra-marathon runner. Like, Edward you know, Snowden. Edward like, Snowden came on. That? Yeah, it's right? like, like, he'll bring all these different people on and just explore different, different topics with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that sounds like the most fun thing ever to do. So for me, uh, my hope is to build this thing to a point where we can bring on some of the most interesting people yeah. and just talk about things. Yeah. And, like, that sounds like amazing to me. Well, I mean, like we're on track to do that, right? Yeah. Like this is the 25th episode, um, but we're, we have a whole line of guests. What was that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The worst experience. Okay, I know mine. So no, no. Let's repeat the yeah. What, what so the saying. question is uh, for people asking is what's been the best and the and absolute the worst, worst yeah. experience while running this podcast? Right. So I'll talk about mine, okay. and you can talk about yours. Sure. For me, the best experience, and you know, this, Henry, is basically when each video is released. Mm. 
Like I devour that content. Like I'm I'm looking at I'm like I, I don't even like just listening to be like you know be a narcissist and hear myself talk where it's more like wow because you said how much you hated that right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm just like wow we we did this yeah we built this right that the trend every transition every cut the content created I'm just looking at that and I'm like holy crap we created something together right. us um, so my best moment is definitely when the first video released. And uh, I saw it in its fullest form on YouTube playing, and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. But the best has always been when every new video drops, right? Drops. Like the last one when we released Zigshams, you called me, and I, we just released, we released it, and I'm sitting there watching it. <laughs> and my first thing was like, wow, Henry, man, we, we, this is amazing. This was, a, this was we did an this. amazing episode. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Dixian was really good. Yeah, he and was really good. Yeah, he dropped a lot of gems. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so just, that's been the best. Just seeing the final thing being done, uh, being put up. Yeah. Right? And the worst, you know where I'm going with the worst. <laughs> so I, I don't know. <laughs> if any of you guys have been paying attention, we recently had one of our videos taken down from YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it was Lawrence's episode, which was going viral at the time. Oh, Lawrence my that day he was uh, That day when we released the episode, he was announced a CTO the chief technology officer of the city of Toronto. Yeah. When he came on the podcast, he was a CIO. Yeah. And like we were just chatting after the fact. And um, so we asked him the question, like, do you think you're going to get the job? And, you know, Lawrence, amazing dude, uh, basically said, you know what? They're hiring from, you know, outside. They're considering different candidates. So he's really chill about it, right? Like that's really why, you know, he was such a great uh, uh, guest and like a person as well too. So we didn't re really think too much about it, right? Like the CTO, like after that, uh, after that, um, that uh, episode. But that day when it released, I saw that on Twitter and I'm like, Ravi, Lawrence Edda just announced, or like uh, the city of Toronto just announced that Lawrence Edda is now the CTO. The same timing that we were gonna drop that episode. Yeah, and How amazing was that? Yep, the episode. Perfectly. The episode dropped. Yeah, Lawrence reshared we it. We didn't have to requeue to get him on that. Like it was that day. That day, yeah, yeah. For that him. day is is synchronicity, right? Just yeah. lined up, and we released the video. The Lawrence reshared it, right? And then everyone, like City of Toronto employees, resharing it, liking yeah. it, going viral on LinkedIn. And then when we get a link uh, alert. I woke up next day, like I, I checked the YouTube analytics. Like <laughs> you know, there's like 16 times a day, yeah. like, three times an hour. I'm saying screenshots in our group. I'm like, yo, we got another follower. We got another follower. We got another <laughs> right. follower. Every single one. No, right? no, no, not that bad, but like, you know, he's he's on the he's I'm on, on the, the ball, right? Yeah. I want to see how this thing grows, what responses, what the mm -hmm. feedback is. When do people watch this? Like, I'm trying to learn as much as I could, so we can get this, keep this going, and and perfect it. But um, uh, next day I wake up to uh, an email from YouTube saying that one of your videos has been removed for copyright infringement. And I'm like, what? And I look at the video. It's literally Lawrence's video. Yeah, which at that time we had like our most track, uh, the, the video the most traction in our record, right? Right. With all due rights, and man, that's hundred percent the worst moment, right? Like, what the heck just happened? And uh, just to go a little bit more in detail, and then we can jump into yours, into your story here. But what ended up happening was we had, so we rent all more some of our, our all our lights and things from yep. Long and Quaid, yep. like a musical rental company here. I've been going there for years. We go there for about two times a week. And the day we started recording these, uh, I mean, we didn't have the full delivery system. We didn't know how the final product was gonna look like. We didn't have the sound set up. We didn't have. We didn't know. We didn't even have like the channel set up yet. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, we start, in August, we started putting the videos together, the first release-ready uh, release videos right. uh, being edited and all that. So we needed an intro and an outro. And for that, we needed audio done. And the day, literally, uh, uh, the, uh, after the podcast, the first, second, um, sorry, a fifth or tenth podcast mm -hmm. uh, we've, we recorded, um, we start talking about, okay, we need to get this, this, this. For me, I just want to release raw. I'm like, you know, whatever the, just let's just release. We don't have to be fully formed yet. Right. Just get content out there and just put the response back. And yeah. Sadiq's like, no, man. <laughs> Anything with the wild rabbit stamp has to be approved now. <laughs> he was literally like, if we're going to do this, we got to do this properly. Right. No, no, for sure. It's got to be released nicely. It's got to seem like it's been thought up properly and actually been right. delivered properly. It can't be just a rush job. We went through the humps, yeah. And, and right one of the things I really, smooth, yeah, 100%. one of the things I really appreciate about Pradeep is his his pushback always yeah. to push back for quality. Yeah. Right. As much as I want to go for speed, I'm yeah. like I'd rather put something out there. Yeah. And let's learn from audience feedback and learn how it goes. He's like, no, what you release mm. is just as important of how is as releasing. Right. And uh, I mean, and I appreciate that right away. Right. Oh, 100%. I mean, like he mm -hmm. already have something in his mind. Like you know what, like what the finished product would look like maybe not having an idea like you know with an intro and outro like what what type of intro outro but it's it's great i mean that really helped us along right absolutely because a lot of the times when i talk to um uh you know potential guests so one of the things that i say is you know we really uh care about the production value and we want to create something that we're all very comfortable of sharing that we're like you know we put a lot of you know hard uh work on um, look at the the camera setup right here. I remember when somebody uh, uh, gave us a feedback was like, uh, "Your set is a little too dark. Like you need more lighting." Like, yo, this this is the set that this is like, this, this is the mood. This is the ambient. This is the ambient. The ambient is exactly yeah. right. Yeah. But uh, no, the, actually, our first few episodes. Remember, we didn't have the box lights, box so light, like yeah. it was actually a lot darker. Right. Yeah. But we've been we've been learning yep. right as a delivery, and that's what I wanted. I'm like, uh, the faster we can release, the faster we can learn mm -hmm. and see what it looks like, the feedback is, and grow from there. And um, we've been doing that. But anyways, for the day we decided, I'm like, okay, we need to get an intro and outdoor done. We were turning the equipment right after a shoot. I ran literally into somebody, uh, I'm afraid, who, an employee there, I'm not going to name the name for the sake of it, but um, said that this is what they do. Yep. They just graduated from um, a film school, mm -hmm. right? They are, this is what they do. They want to get their name out. They want to help work with us just to get their name out. So I'm like, all right, perfect. We, yeah. we change contacts. And you know what? He was actually great. It was amazing. He yeah, did intro, an outro amazing was really job. Good, yeah. He was so quick, yeah. so responsive. Did a great job. Mm -hmm. And as per agreement, like we were, every time we uh, released, we gave him a credit. Yeah. Right. Because all he wanted was a name to be out there. Right. And I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I mean, what we should have been done is a written agreement. And I sure. see it on my part. Yeah. Yeah. But we went on, we went forward because I wanted speed, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to get, get this out there, yeah. see if people like it. Oh, you were super excited. I remember we were waiting for the equipment and came back. You're like, hey, Henry, like, I just met somebody that's going to do our music. Wow, great. We were literally talking about the day before and yeah. we found somebody who can do it. Like, startup life, right? Like, you're like moving as fast right. as possible. And I asked and that question. I'm like, so how much is he going to charge? You're like, no, he just, he just wants to help out, right? Like, and, and put him on as a credit. I said, that's great. That's brilliant. Let's yeah. do it. So, I mean, he created the video. We exchanged like, an email confirmation. It's like, hey, you're free to use my, uh, he said, you're free to use my, uh, uh, my uh, audio, music, yeah. my music, that I, the content I created, mm -hmm. as long as, you know, give me credit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Every video we did that, 
but like very quickly it became the 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 relationship soured. Mm. Um, I mean, he after our first few uh, actual releases, like saw the full content because up to that point he didn't see anything we've created. Yeah, we didn't have anything up. We didn't have any web presence. He's like he he saw what we were doing, and he's like, "You guys are making money from this." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, I mean the whole point of this is to be a venture. We want to we want to create a venue, a platform to talk to people to do these kind of things." That's gonna cost require money. Mm -hmm. We gotta pay people to come and do their work. We gotta do all this. We gotta increase our equipment. Our budget increase over time, right? This is meant to be a venture. And he's like, "Well, in that case, uh, I need to charge for my work." Right. I mean, we're not monetizing, you know, through the podcast, but renting equipment, renting cameras, mm. 4K cameras, um, is not cheap stuff. Yeah, it's not cheap stuff. And I mean, like the first couple episodes, like we actually have to pull money out uh, from our own pockets just yeah. so then we can get the best equipment or at least, you know, very ideal equipment that we can shoot this, right? Four cameras. I mean, we've been blessed to have some great sponsors. Um, I mean, we've had MCRO come MCRO, in. MCRO, yep. Right? Navala, uh, Netwin Place, um, Tornet came in yep. right, as an investor later after the Big Shunt episode. Um, we had the firm group. Came in and helped us with our initial equipment right. way before we even had anything. Right. Uh, they gave us some ca some capital to get started. Uh, so we had a great bunch of people and most the hub? of and the, hub, the hub. Yeah, the space. Great area. with the hub is yeah. super. So when I first brought this, I didn't tell you. I don't know if I told you the story. So when I first brought this to Gray's attention, I'm like, I want to create a podcast out of here. Mm -hmm. But I told him I want to do three things. I want to create a podcast. I want to create a, a meetup group, mm -hmm. and I wanted to pitch create a pitch competition. Yeah. I want to see which is the best way I can get people to interact. Yeah. To bring them all together. The podcast became my favorite. He, but like to test it out, I'm like, I need at least two cameras. I was like describing what I needed. <laughs> He's like, Well, I have a camera, and uh, you can use that. Oh, uh, great! Right, great. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, perfect. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, he went out and bought a secondary camera. He bought it. Wow. Okay. Went and bought it, bought it, and came back to me the next day and presented it to me. He's like, Here's the SD card. Here's a camera. Here's a stand. Here's what you need. Here's even like a wireless mic setup. Um, you can use to get started. Right. And I'm like. What, what do you mean, Gray? <laughs> he bought out his own money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he just and I, I was really taken back. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why would you do this? Yeah. He's like, no, don't worry. Like, I just wanted, I needed a better camera, anyways. Yeah. I, I, I when you're done using this, I just sell yeah. my the first camera off. But Gray, Gray would do that for but you. But Gray's yeah. like that kind of guy. Yeah, he's great. He's just like, you want to start something? He's like, uh, let me help whatever way I can. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I unfortunately we never actually used the cameras. Okay. Because. <laughs> Because Pratip came in, I mean, he came with his, his 4K Panasonic, right? The 4K <laughs> camera. Okay. And, and like, because that came in, we need to have other 4K cameras. Yeah. And then suddenly we suddenly had a budget. Yeah. Right. To, to have to have to implement. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just it suddenly started growing, like, but like again, it was like, it took a month and a half after our initial moment. But I'll never forget Gray ever offering that. Yep. Uh, but again, that that's a tangent a tangent uh, story. So going back, I mean. Back, worst of time, back back to the beginning. Back to the <laughs> when, beginning. The when worst this all of time started. <laughs> was literally having the video pulled. Yeah, especially with going viral, and having a pretty much a good demand. Yeah, this is how much I want. Yeah, and later we found out he tried to get every video pulled. It was like a hostage uh, situation. No, no, you know what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, to Absolutely. speak on that, um, he he did message me after the fact that after we paid, 
uh, for the license. I'm not going to say ransom, but I mean, like, after we paid for the, the uh, I mean, it's fair. We believe in paying, the, the paying right. artists oh, no, for 100%, the work. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, what main reason we have a bunch of artists working with us is, like, you know, we do yeah. take care of everyone's payments, things like right. that. Yeah. Uh, but he offered his services for this. And then after it changed his mind, yeah. I just felt that was very predatory. Like, it wasn't really that much money. Yeah. No, no, that's it wasn't. It wasn't. But you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend him on the last part where he did message me saying that, um, I think he, he, he tried to flag multiple videos, but for some reason, the one for Lawrence went through was weird, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe because of the latest video, maybe could be. Mm -hmm. So during that night after we had paid him, and he, uh, you know, he, uh, he put that video back up, or like, you know, he, uh, he retracted his yep. uh, complaint. He messaged me, he's like, you know what? Um, I had uh, flagged other videos as well too, but I have actually retracted them. So that's what you saw, like you, you, you got a notification. Just after thing. we, after that we was after, after the that. fact, yeah. Like, that's after the I fact. mean, I just, I just was horrified about the experience in general. Right? Yeah, like, no, rightfully so, because we like put a lot of effort into producing these videos, especially when uh, Lauren's video was gaining a lot of traction. Um, a lot of people from the city was uh, uh, watching it. It was all over LinkedIn. And you know he commented on it as well too. It, it's not a good look on us, right? It's not a good look on us. Yeah, it was horrible because we were starting our brand, and literally yeah. the our most uh, viewed video was showing content from Spain. Mm -hmm. So that was rough, definitely. Um, and like you know, that, that was a rough moment. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, yeah. You know what? Like one of the main things was everybody was telling you was that you know what? This is gonna be nothing. You're you're gonna solve this. You're gonna keep going. Yeah, you're gonna move on. We're like. We even talked to our legal team, and they're like, you know what? Don't worry about this. Yeah, you know, like this is like a pebble. Yeah, in the journey, exactly. like, you won't even feel it after you know the hundredth episode. We'll all be here laughing about it, and it will be great. Um, sorry, were you done with the? the yeah, moment? I mean that was that was so, a long-winded answer, but yeah, go ahead. Ben. So I think the best moment here is uh, again definitely when the release uh, of the videos, mm. but it's actually working together as a team. You know, I haven't really had the sense of you know, a community and working in a team for a very long time, Yeah, for a very long time. And I'll tell you why, uh, you know, when I was working at the engineering company, um, we started off very small. Um, it was like a one person department, but as you grow, like we just hired engineers and things like that. So we were a team, yes, but it wasn't a team effort that made everything come together. You know what I mean? Like the way that everything happened here. So everything from going to uh, events, uh, getting talking to potential guests, then later talking to them over the phone to see if everything works out, and coming onto the podcast, seeing how everybody comes in, you know, on a Sunday, eight o'clock. Sorry, yeah. not eight o'clock. Eight o'clock is when we when we start chatting. Uh, like ten thirty, eleven o'clock, setting the whole setup, and like making this work, and and leaving home, like at ten or eleven o'clock. But like putting all these efforts together, you know, Pratip, Kaysen, uh, you know, you, uh, Roberts, and everybody combined effort to make this happen. I think that's like the best thing definitely to, to take away from this. Absolutely. I mean, definitely the fact that everyone comes here super excited, super yep. pumped. Um, spend the whole day together and yeah. like love the experience of that. Yeah. Which is I mean, great. like in between shoots, we'll go out, like, you know, uh, grab food and we'll talk about like, hey, you know, what, what, um, what things that we have to like you know change through the set in terms of like you know positioning of the lighting positioning of the camera to like you know ravi you know stuff like you know just feedback i mean like that process of it is is great and having to write 
that process out to streamline it was amazing as well too. You know, this whole entire uh, journey has been amazing. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's a little cliche to say, you know what, oh, everything's great. But it really was. It really was. It really um, brought us together, yep. right, as a team. No, and I think we're really proud of uh, doing this. Everybody's mm -hmm. really proud. And I think it's just going to keep better, uh, get, getting better. Absolutely. Man. Right? And you know what? He kind of took my worst. But <laughs> um, <laughs> then I'm going to have to think of another worst. Uh, like, we were both on, like, it was the same situation. But I guess we're, like, different, like, you know, mindset on that. Because when I was talking to Ravi, his mind was somewhere else. Remember? Yeah. He was just like he was very, you know, rightfully so. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of anger that was there. the emotional end of the spectrum. Yeah, you were the, definitely. Oh, that definitely, because for me it was like I think it was like the the daddy uh, in me was like, <laughs> you know what, somebody's already angry. I can't be angry as well too. Like I have to think, okay, how do we resolve this, right? Yeah. So um, I was chatting with that person uh, through like first I got him to talk on the phone, then whatever he said on the phone. Uh, he kind of did not do by uh, you know not releasing or retracting his comment and, and, and releasing the video. I've agreed to pay to transfer the money that day in the exact you know yep. time that we talked. Uh, but anyway, he just wanted to have all the documents signed. He wouldn't even allow me to like you know send him the documents to sign because he like was not in uh, the, the province, city, the yeah. province, right? Yeah. So definitely. just that process of it was just like, you know what? It, it was terrible. It was bad. It was yeah. a bad feeling. Yeah. It was a very bad feeling. Absolutely. You know what? It was a good learning curve because it threw us that curveball. Because, um, like, we talked about this a lot, like, synchronicity, how things just seem to line up, <laughs> right? When we're, like, when you're reaching for something and you keep asking, calling out the universe. When you had a, a vision, you're chasing after something. Yeah. Things just kind of weird, they line up. Yeah. Because you're out looking for it. Yep. You're out looking for a solution. You you understand the, the problem you're facing, and you're out looking for it. You just kind of line up and find each it's other. It's like you're sending a message in the universe, and somehow the universe heard it, and they're sending a response back. Exactly. Right. And uh, I mean, we've been experiencing that a lot. Yes. Having these like like these pebbles, like you mentioned it, mm. right? These little um, like Small hoops. Obstacles. Yeah, these obstacles uh, really makes you reflect. Like, oh, maybe maybe it's good to sometimes reflect a little. Mm. Right, to take a step back and just not just chase. Because we get so used to the ups and downs of going after opportunity mm -hmm. that it's also good to stop back and reflect. Like, hey, this is an opportunity we want to take. Um, and I think we need more of that too, right? More of those spaces to interconnect. So, I mean, one of the things we're excited about is we're working on getting new offices, right? Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> the hub's been great to work out of. Yep. And a lot of, um, hey, sorry, Pratik. I think someone's here. Our next guest. Yeah, so I mean, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so now, now he tells us. Now he tells us. Yeah, so it's okay. This is all raw, you know. This is real emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Great, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, let's wrap up with that. I mean, I've really enjoyed this process. I mean, oh, I'm really yeah. glad 100%. that uh, we joined the team, Henry, and we have a great team behind us. Um, the best. I mean, man, we're looking to do way more of these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think this is just the beginning, mm -hmm. and where this will take us, we don't know. We don't know. But I think it's bright. Cool. Yeah. Enough with that, man. Okay. Boom, yeah, boom. Boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>